With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hey everyone, how are you? I hope the answer is, Steph, I'm amazing today. (laughs) Today, we are going to be talking about professional development, so stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk, Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. (laughs) I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others, sharing what I've learned, and kind of just pulling back the curtain, so to speak, to HR. Because oftentimes people think HR is like full of secrets and we can't talk about it, and that's just not the case. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, diving right in professional development and, you know, really just learning new skills. So in the world that we all work in today, it is like mission critical to develop your skill set, continue to learn new things. If you do anything that has to do with any sort of technology, which is like every job I know of, (laughs) you have to learn new things, right? Even if you are someone who you're like, Steph, all of our reporting is on pen and paper and I only talk to people. I don't have a computer at work, whatever. One, I would encourage you to learn Excel (laughs) because whatever you're doing on pen and paper will probably be a lot more efficient in Excel. However, there are still ways that we can learn new things that can make a job that doesn't utilize technology more efficient and more productive. Let's say you are in the construction business. There are always going to be ways that you can improve, ways that you can learn how to do things differently or better. All that to say, most of us work on a computer every day. However, even for the jobs that don't, I would encourage you to still find ways to learn new skill sets because it is really important. Now, if you do touch technology at all in your job, 1000%, you have to be learning new things. Even if it's simply like, hey, I only touch technology to track my time and my expenses. Okay, great. Eventually that software that you use will be upgraded and you don't have to learn the new system. So let's talk about first, before we dive into where you can learn new things, some benefits. So benefits to employees, and employers. So we'll start with the employees. One, learning new things often kind of fuels our fire, right? It gets us excited. It gets us re-energized. Number two, it provides us with career advancement opportunities. Uh, Number three, it really pushes us outside of our comfort zone. Number four, it helps us look at things differently. Number five, it can help us increase creativity. Number six, it provides focus and clarity. Number seven, it could increase our compensation. Uh, A big hell yeah, (laughs) right? I don't know anyone who would be like, oh no, I don't want any more money, thanks. (laughs) No, even if you don't need any more money, you could still use that money to donate it. I think we're on number eight, it gives us confidence. And number nine, it just increases our knowledge. 
Now, benefits to employers, and this is going to be important for you to know. One, if you ever decide to have employees, or if your boss is kind of hemming and hawing about whether or not to send you to a conference or let you take your course, here are some things you can share. Number one, it'll increase your productivity. Number two, it allows employees to level up. Number three, your employees can contribute more. Number four, it increases retention. And number five, it increases job satisfaction. All right, so benefits, employees, employers. Now you're probably wondering, yeah, but Steph, where can I learn these things? Where can I get personal and professional development? I have a list of 29 places for you. Number one, conferences. Number two, of course, podcasts. <laughs> you're here. Number three, audiobooks. Number four, online courses. So think of courses like lynda.com or Udemy, or there are teachers who offer their courses that you can buy directly from them, right? So finding that expert in your field and seeing if they have an online course. Number five, getting a mentor. Number six, going to meetups. As long as you're in a big city, you can find a meetup for like almost anything. So smaller cities are harder, but they still have community, of course, in smaller cities. But you can go find in a large city a meetup for your particular type of industry or field and learn things from colleagues and just network and meet new people. Number seven, networking events. And number eight, social events. Number nine, seminars. Number 10, going to workshops. Number 11, doing webinars. So oftentimes you can find a ton of free webinars online. And then there are a few that you pay for, but webinars themselves are usually pretty affordable depending on the topic. Number 12, looking into online groups. So when I say that, looking at like Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups, I know Facebook right now, at least last time I heard in the last like three months or so, is really putting an emphasis on Facebook groups. So there's probably a group out there that can help you learn something new. Uh, number 13, this is a little bit outside the box, but like legit is therapy. So if you don't go to therapy, I think everyone should be in therapy, like for something, like not even something specific, but like just to self-improve. Number 14, family. I know that's like Steph, why would I want to learn from my family? Your family probably knows a lot of things, your friends, your family, your network, whatever it might be. I know that can be hard for certain people to learn from people who are like in your like immediate family, but there could be someone who maybe someone in your family is really good at working on cars and you just want to learn like, hey, can you show me how to fill up the air in my tires? That's <laughs> so basic. Change the oil. I don't know. Whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be anything to do with your work. It could just be something you want to learn, right? Number 15, phone apps, right? Or iPad apps or tablet apps, any sort of applications. There are like a bajillion apps out there and some of them can teach you things. 16, art shows. 17, museums. 18, TED Talks. TED Talks are amazing. I love listening to them. Number 19, college or university courses. Uh, number 20, community education classes. So oftentimes, again, in those larger cities, they'll have community education classes where you can go and like learn a whole plethora of different things. 21, actual physical books or ebooks. 22, asking a friend to teach you something. And when you approach this said friend, ideally you have something in mind. <laughs> 
right? It could be really awkward if you go to like your best friend and be like, hey, teach me something fun or teach me something new. They'll be like, wait, what? (laughs) What do I know that you want to know? So ideally you have something in mind. Maybe your friend is really good at meditation or yoga or riding motorcycles. I don't know, whatever it might be. Number 23, exploring new places. Number 24, journaling and writing. Number 24, documentaries. I love documentaries. I will go and spend like 20 minutes on Netflix, literally just like putting documentaries in my list. It is great. I of course then watch them, but I usually am spending a lot of time looking through them all and finding uh, new ones that I want to watch. Number 26 is experiencing new things. 27, meditation. 28 is exploring new hobbies. And 29, doing brainstorming sessions. Personally, I love brainstorming sessions. If there is something that I need to just like flesh out and get really detailed on and really granular, give me a flip chart and like a Sharpie marker and like I will just go to town. Like it's great. All right, everyone, I hope you found this episode helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the episode. I really do appreciate it. You can find the show notes over at stephdennis13.com. And if you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. And if you want to help support the show, you can do so via PayPal or the Anchor app as well. Also in the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice message. So pretty cool. I would love to hear from you. And if you have a moment, please take some time to leave a rating and or review for the podcast. It really does help others find us and I genuinely enjoy, like it brings me joy to read them. So thank you for those who have done that. And if you want to reach out to me on social, mostly Facebook and Instagram at StephDennis13. And then the podcast is also at Career Talk Podcast on Instagram. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so awesome so fantastic. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.